0: And boom goes the dynamite. And boom
1: goes the dynamite. Welcome to a special Saturday edition, episode 101 of Boom Goes the Dynamite, the AEW Dynamite review show here on the PWM Podcast Network. I'm Jeffrey. With me tonight is Paul Sebastian. Paul, how are you, my friend?
0: Jeff, Saturday night is always all right for podcasting. Uh, Great to be here. Feeling good. Uh, we're, We're here on a Saturday because Wednesday night I was a little bit busy. I had some prior engagements, Jeff.
1: Yes, indeed, including being
0: at this very show that we are going. That that to was discuss. the prior engagement. Yes, correct. Uh, I I attended uh, this week's AEW Dynamite slash Rampage slash also AEW Dark Elevation. Uh, so I'm excited to get into you know uh, going to it and the experience there as well. Uh, anything you want to get into before we talk Dynamite today, Jeff? Did Did I see that they were back in the
1: Dark Pack Zone this weekend?
0: They're back in the dark pack zone. I think they did like a big block of tapings because they were shooting like all day. I think it was like a four or five hour. Was like that big was, mega that yes, was that yesterday or or today? It was yesterday because I know. I think even during while Rampage was airing, they were still taping down there. Hmm. Okay. Well, all right. but I think that's cool. I think it's, it's like things a little bit of a different look. They have like a consistent place for one of them. It doesn't pack too much into, you know, the live stuff on Wednesdays. You can shoot elevation there and it gives dark and elevation to a distinct look from each other. I think that's important because I think on the outset they were just too much alike for you to be like, well, why should I be invested in both? You know, what's the what's the hook of each? Well, well plus
1: the fact that they had like, you know, 37 matches per show.
0: Yes, they were a little bit too bloated at times. I think they've uh, really streamlined that recently. Like, like, you know, uh and we'll talk about it. I guess we'll start there. Uh elevation that's going to air on Monday. I think featured uh was it three matches? Uh you had the uh the Factory uh in Aaron Solo, Nick Comerado and QT Marshall uh taking on Dustin Brock Anderson and uh wait, who is their buddy? uh big shoddy lee johnson that's who it was ah. uh and so so you had that uh you had a really fun tag team match uh of the bunny and emmy sakura taking on rio mizunami and abaddon oh uh, highly wow. I, I highly recommend okay you on monday and watch that it i was I, a blast
1: I, I, I like that team i really like that team
0: it was super fun uh the crowd was really into it people that weren't very familiar with Mizunami and Sakura especially. I could hear kind of people talking about uh, how impressed they were kind of around me. So that was really cool. Uh, and the main event was something else that's escaping me right now. Uh, but check that out. Uh, that was that was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, oh, the acclaimed. It was the acclaimed uh, taking on some guys and winning. Okay. So actually there is something I want to talk about because
1: I think that, that, that they were uh, the word has gotten out that, uh big swole will not be renewing her aew contract which
0: said yeah i guess me. we didn't talk about that last week that's happened between then and now hasn't it
1: yeah um actually i think it came out during dynamite or so or maybe i only saw it during dynamite
0: somewhere around there but think maybe before but yeah it- Way. It was uh yeah, unfortunate for the AEW fan who uh knows Big Swole is really great, but you know, she's had some health stuff. Sounds sounds like they kinda hit the end of the road with her run there. I'm sure she'll find success anywhere she goes, so all the best to Big Swole. We'll see her wrestle again, especially, you know, us being Chicago indie fans, I expect uh Swole to show up in the Midwest Indies whenever she's ready.
1: Yeah, I I, it, it just it just saddens me. But there was a lot of um there was a lot of talk about who else could be getting cut soon.
0: And, ah, interesting. Yeah. Are, are I, that, there we well, rumor and innuendo regarding these? Uh, well, uh, these cuts? S- Sunday Kiss and Joey Janela has come up. Oh, which interesting.
1: I can, I can kind of see. Think,
0: I don't think Joey's going anywhere as long as the GCW relationship stands because he's kind of the bridge.
1: Right. Right. But also, so, uh, Private Party, that, Private Party's name has come up. And, you know, I just want to talk. Yeah, their stock has plummeted in the last year. Uh
0: yeah, I and mean, they they were kind of hobbled by injury a little bit. Their placement in in the Hardy Family Office does seem stagnant. I don't really think we have anything for them there. I think they're very exciting wrestlers, but yeah. I mean, that tag team division as deep as it is can, you know, be a uh, a a hindrance to some people because you just can't get the face time, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I could see that, but you know, again, it's just it 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 makes me sad because I thought I I think we were convinced through the whole first year of this show that private party were going to be huge.
0: And yeah, I kind of thought they would be like at the at the top of the tag division or at least higher up at the tag division by this point uh in their AEW run, but that tag division, man, they've they've made some additions, you know, since then. Uh there's a lot going on at the top there. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, I mean, it just be sad to to see that their potential was not fulfilled, especially after you know, the huge push that they got at the beginning of Dynamite
0: you know well i'm not going to speculate unless you know something actually actual uh actually concrete well, I yeah guess, i mean, that, happens there I right i mean the, the only what the contract deal is AEW. i know they're talked about some a bunch of contracts ending in 2023 and that being kind of uh where we might start seeing people go yeah
1: i mean i know that there's I mean, it, yeah this is all speculation so i mean the only one we know for sure is big swole so yeah
0: and and all the best there uh but you know that's what's you're going to have the ebbs and flows you're going to have you know some roster contractions and some roster expansions as this time goes on and AEW becomes a more established thing uh contracts are going to come and go people are going to come and go folks just aren't going to work out we're going to start seeing as much bust as boom and that's just how it goes right uh you know a lot of people that we think are going to stars are going to disappoint us and a lot of people that we're you know weren't on our radar are gonna you know come out of nowhere and that's gonna that whole fun about being a wrestling fan right
1: yeah, well, fun, quote unquote. Sometimes it's a little maddening, but you know you, It can be maddening, that.
0: but you know, kind of very similar to to sports fandom. You know, if you follow, you know, players through college and uh, you know, high level prospects will really yeah. disappoint you, or you know, you'll get your Tom Brady's coming out of the sixth, seventh round. And uh you know. Yeah. That, that, that that's famous.
1: true too. So uh do we talk some dynamite? Should we should we get get on with the, 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 the show? It is
0: a podcast about dynamite. Uh, maybe possibly. So maybe no, let's it. not talk about. Dynamite. Okay,
1: all right. Let's talk about anything but dynamite. So, <laughs> all right. So, what you have well, for lunch
0: yesterday, Jeff? Uh, yesterday I had. Yeah, what did you
1: have for lunch yesterday? Uh, yesterday I had. Uh, I had Popeyes uh, spicy oh, well, tenders. Did
0: you get the sandwich? No, I got the tenders. Did you get the, mac- the Stallion hottie sauce? No, I did not. But I did get the new oh. home
1: style mac and cheese variant that they have now.
0: And how is that, Jeff?
1: It's not bad. It just it seems like they just okay. kind of melted the, you know, a, the, a crust on the on the top of the mac and cheese, but it was all right.
0: You That's know. pretty home style. All right. We're just doughboys now, apparently. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah. So yeah, that, that, that was my lunch yesterday.
1: And, and some carrots and some nice sticks that I had, you know, that brought with me.
0: So, so healthy. So not, and that, and that makes it a healthy meal.
1: Yeah, right there. Just you know, the just the presence of a vegetable, of one single piece of vegetable, just makes it all the
0: healthier. You know, exactly. It's, it's that, just that's science. called uh, it's called the Chicago way, folks. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> we put
1: a we we put a pickle and a tomato on a hot dog, and there you
0: go. It's a salad. It's a salad. The, the right. Chicago style hot hot dog is the, the Chicago style hot dog is closer on the salad spectrum than any other hot dog. That's just <laughs> it's
1: true. It, it is absolutely true. Uh,
0: it's just so, scientifically correct. So uh, you are the first
1: person on this podcast to actually attend an AEW event in over a year. So uh, let's let's get into that a little bit. How was it live?
0: So we went live to the gas South District Arena in Duluth, Georgia, uh, your commentators were a bunch of people, so I'm not even gonna name them all. Uh, but no, it was it was a good time. So Duluth, Georgia, is a suburb about a half hour outside of Atlanta. Uh, very close to where Cody grew up. Very close to where uh participant of the first match of the night, Alan Angels, grew up. I know Adam Page mentioned this. Um on commentary but alan angels uh, had his graduation commencements in that venue so very cool for him oh there.
1: wow <laughs> yeah i think that, yeah they did you know
0: it's a, it's it, it's a it's a nice little venue i hadn't been there before um but yeah it, it was fun to attend definitely uh sold or not quite sold out but uh very well attended and people were there early because you know i would gotten there Little less than a half hour before uh bell time for elevation, and it was already real packed pack. like parking lot was almost full. The parking lot had filled up um, when we started walking t- towards the venue right now I do so have to, it, it, it was well, at, well at time.
1: now I did to point out that as we left uh dynamite last week jim ross had said, some, some, said something the effect of you know i'll see you all real soon and i kind of questioned that and and you thought nothing of it well it turned out within 24 to 48 hours we find out jim ross actually is taking an absence um treatment for his skin cancer
0: yeah all the best to jay so, uh, yeah. he's fighting you doing and by all accounts doing great so good stuff for jr you know hopefully uh, he gets back real soon you know we have talked a lot of sh- uh, shit about jr and his performance sometimes and his consistencies but this is not the reason we would want to see jr off the show so yeah come on yeah. back soon JR. yeah no. come on back so yeah I mean, say well, something uh, make us mad again that's yeah, what that's
1: we want right. <laughs> so, we could, so we can rip you a new one again um So, yeah, so as you mentioned, uh, we kind of had a rotating third chair all night. uh, And then for this first match, we had uh, your AEW World Heavyweight Champion, Adam Page, joining the booth for our first match of the evening. It was Brian Danielson versus the aforementioned Allen Angels. Um, I also note Justin Roberts not in attendance tonight.
0: No, it was it was Dasha on the uh on the ring announcing and she did great all night. Uh she was great on elevation. I thought she did really well on uh, dynamite and rampage as well.
1: Uh I will point out, hey, it's negative 1.
0: Yeah, I mean he's he uh that makes sense. This is, you know, sort of like the AEW hometown show, so they're going to have the family around for this. Feels like, you know.
1: Is it the AEW hometown show?
0: Yeah, you got a uh, Cody and QT school is in Norcross right down the road from this venue. Like this is like as close for like a, a you know, they have Jacksonville as like, you know, sort of their base of operations for Tony Khan. But like the real wrestling heart of AEW is in North Georgia, for sure. Are,
1: are you sure it's not Hoffman the stage? Because I remember when the Bucks said live that, you know, they thought that, you know, the then Sears Center, the, which is now the now that's Arena.
0: different. Like that's the you know, that's like their where they run vent shows, right? Like that's like their live event sort of destination but like this is like where wrestling grows you know this yeah. is like where they where where things kind of start
1: look e- everywhere is, it can be your your home city if you if you play your cards right
0: um, I mean, well this is one of the things that's great about aew is that they are like you know sort of well-traveled and well-established in different regions too and like they they have like sort of distinct fan bases and reasons why different parts of their fan base are, are really into them in different parts of the country that i think is really helpful
1: uh the match uh fantastic fantastic fucking heel work by one mr brian danielson uh
0: oh yeah so like we talk about brian danielson potentially being the best wrestler in the world on this program quite a bit and really reinforced seeing him live like all i could think of from about the first like two to three minutes in the match is like wow this guy really is the best wrestler in the world right now isn't he uh he i mean he's just as good live as he is on television
1: I mean, he's the best wrestler in the world. Uh, yeah, is he, is he my favorite? No, I, I still have you know a, a list of people ahead of him. But is he th- the best? You know, pure actual professional wrestler right now. Is yeah. he the best
0: at doing all this and every facet of it right now? Like, is he the best and most complete? Yeah, I'd say absolutely.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I say
0: he's having the best year of any wrestler right now.
1: I don't know, man. I mean, there's still Minoru Suzuki. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Suzuki's having a great year, but I mean, what Danielson's doing really is special and something people are going to be talking about for a long time.
1: I mean, I do agree that, that yeah, it, it is something worth talking about, but I mean, there, there's a few people who've had a, a pretty special year, I'd say. Yeah, you know,
0: it's been, 2021's been a really good year for wrestling, bud.
1: It actually has. Uh, I mean, we we can list off, you know, who's had special years.
0: You know, yeah. And if you actually, uh, if you want to, I'll do a little cross promo here. If you want to get in on some of that discussion, um, our our buddies over at Wrestling Brain have a year in review uh, going on, and there's a survey live. And if you check out my Twitter at Cool Step Uncle, I've been posting that. You can go in, you can take that survey, and uh, we have a bunch of categories. We're going to present them on a year in review show pretty soon, so stay tuned for that.
1: Yeah. Uh I myself may be having some year in review stuff coming up soon on uh Fanfight. Oh, lovely. Yes. Uh one of which I sent a draft to you, Mr. Paul. Uh but yes, I don't know if uh, you ever got to it.
0: So Oh, you know, I'm getting there.
1: Yeah, eventually, but yeah. Um so yeah, um yeah, so th- 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 this is the time. So uh yeah, I I'm going to be uh well, you know about one of them, you don't know about the other one. So
0: we <laughs> oh, love surprises well that's it's a got, tease folks professional it, broadcaster jeff wessel
1: it, it's going to be uh discussing somebody i like to discuss quite a bit over the years uh on on the other wrestling podcasts i do on this very network so if that's not uh, enough of a tease i don't know what will be um wow danielson does get the win and then
0: next week Talks. Via big knee bar, love that knee oh, bar submission God. finish. Locked it in and flexed that bicep at the end. Great stuff. Hell
1: yeah, double biceps at that. He's just flexing them, them arms. Did uh, you uh,
0: also, Danielson? Note before we move on. Did you see him on AEW Dark as Infinito?
1: I did not.
0: He in, did not. Okay,
1: Infinito.
0: Yeah, he dressed himself in a full body uh, costume as Infinito and had a match on Dark against who? Uh, I can't remember. Think a jobber. Oh my goodness. It was really funny.
1: I need to see this. I do. I do need to see. Yeah. No.
0: Yeah. I would highly recommend, uh, seeking that out. Dear listener and you, Jeff.
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so, uh, next week we're going to get Brian Danielson versus John Silver.
0: I like I like uh them targeting hometowns they kind of have this planned out pretty well with Dark Order members happening to uh you know be from the towns that they're running week to week so this is really working out well uh, to have these type of matches and this is going to be a pretty fun match too I think uh, yeah I'm excited to see how John Silver gets beat up because we know he's going to get beat up because now oh we- he's gonna get beat up he's gonna get. To- do like some of his fun, Johnny Hungy stuff. And he's going to get a a real nice crowd reaction. And, you know, to Danielson's credit, he's been making his opponents look very, very good as well. Uh, You know, even though they've ultimately fall. And I think they've all had good matches. I think Colt had a real good match with him. Obviously this match I thought was really good. And one of Alan angels best. Oh yeah. So yeah, I expect John silver to, uh, to have a a strong performance led by best in the world, Brian Danielson.
1: But also, um, uh, as we know, now, on the the episode of Dynamite coming up on December the fifteenth, they're making that the winter is coming episode. winter is
0: end. coming cue the game of Thrones music dun, 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 dun. yeah let's go
1: yeah, uh, that will be Adam Page versus Brian Danielson at that show.
0: Winter is certainly coming, and so am I what oh. I'm just really excited I just hey, really oh. like wrestling, Jeff
1: oh uh. Overall, this was a fantastic segment, I thought, you know, between the match and and Danielson's post-match.
0: Yeah, quite good. Again, you know, him just doing what he does, talking a little shit, just being really simple, being really straight to the point. And, like, there was a couple of, uh, again, you know, I've talked about promos being too wordy. There was a couple of overly wordy things on this show. This was not one of them, right? Hey, I kicked this guy's ass, I'm going to kick this other guy's ass, too all right let's get let's go on, on the Ooh, road nah.
1: to, on the road to kicking the, the champion's ass yeah exactly.
0: yep and i'm gonna kick this other guy's ass all
1: right Woo. that's all we need man so many people uh kicking asses uh we get a promo from the redeemer miro and yeah he's going to war with god now it's it's uh, that was it's a- on
0: bad. this was really good i love just like the uh the white backdrop it made it feel like purgatory right it was a right? very like a Purgatory type situation, or, or, or like limbo. Not, not down, or limbo yeah, limbo. Or and, yeah. That's the same thing. <laughs> those are the those are the same things. Eh, uh, different
1: uh, different levels, I think. I don't know. I thought there. That's kind
0: of like, like the like pur-
1: Purgatorio is supposed to be more of you know when you do your penance, you know.
0: Right, and I, I guess, lim- uh, but limbo is sort of the same deal. It's like you got to find some sort of meaning or like some sort of way out, like through personal fulfillment or uh, unfinished business, right?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I think Purgatorio is there. There's much more of a punishment involved than than say limbo. I think,
0: folks, welcome to the number one Catholic wrestling podcast. Uh, <laughs> on the internet. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> is, this, is this where I confess my sins
1: and reveal that I actually had to do uh, computer support for the Archdiocese of Indianapolis for three years before before I moved Goodness. up before I had to escape Indy and and, and come up back up here?
0: I'm not going to ask you what you found on their hard drives. Moving on. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> ooh, ooh. <laughs> Oh, Lordy. Yeah. Oh, you have a collar like Dave Letterman. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: hey, Paul. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I miss, I kind of miss David Letterman, but it turns out he was kind of a bit of a scumbag. So
0: I don't know. Here's the thing. You can't do like mainstream, like big time television. Like you can't be like a TV host or anchor or presenter or late night guy without just being a total psychopath. There, all of those people are not. There's like no well, well, way you can well. do that. Or we're oh, on a TV
1: network, people. as I'm finding out, watching Succession. Uh, so uh,
0: yeah, I, I, I still haven't seen Succession, but like people keep saying it's like a fun, accurate satire of like the worst people, and like I love those kind of shows. I've been listening to the Always Sunny podcast. Uh, it's it's a podcast hosted by uh, Rob McElhenney, Glenn Howerton, and Charlie Day, and they're doing like an episode by episode type deal. It's been really fun. Uh, but you know, Sunny yeah. also one of those type of shows.
1: Yeah, um, I I highly recommend Succession. It really is a a dark satire comedy, even though some serious shit does happen in it. But it it, it has the DNA of uh, Armando Iannucci because the the creator of this show, and I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he was a staff writer for uh, The Thick of It and Veep. Um, okay. For yeah. for Armando. Uh, two Ianucci. shows I
0: also have not seen. <laughs> oh,
1: I highly recommend the thick of it. If nothing else, watch watch the movie in the loop because okay. because that's it, an
0: Inuyuji as well. It, it, in it, it, joint.
1: It's basically it's a movie version of the thick of it, um, okay. with none of the some of the same actors, but none of the same characters from the TV show, except for Peter Capaldi as Malcolm Tucker, who was like the most important character in the whole show anyway because he's the one who just swears a lot
0: folks jeff has found another way to mention a doctor on this podcast (laughs) true (laughs) every time you think i didn't fucking notice that well i mean it is a
1: cool (laughs) you think i let you just
0: slipped out one by me
1: okay so when they were announcing uh the the doctor that was gonna take over for matt smith i literally we were watching the the ceremony on tv i literally turned to my honey i said God, I hope Malcolm Tucker is the doctor. Now, I do not mean Peter Capaldi; I meant actual Malcolm Tucker. Like, I wanted the doctor to be that character, that character. But no, they actually. And then Peter Capaldi walks out. I was like, "Holy shit!"
0: <laughs> That's pretty good. Hey, a little um, bit of trivia coming, about, coming up next. Jeff finds a way to bring up Alan Moore. Uh, Let's don't see. Worry. We'll, I'll, I'll, I'll
1: figure out a way. Hey, a uh, little bit of trivia. Did you know Peter Capaldi? was in a punk band with uh, Craig Ferguson.
0: I, mean, I very much did not know that, but any, I'm always down to hear any f- interesting facts about Craig Ferguson.
1: Yeah, he actually, yeah. Uh, Craig Ferguson was the drummer, and Peter Cabaldi was the guitarist and, and singer.
0: Uh, also, Craig Ferguson, uh, another uh, companion of a, a, a Jeff that spells the same way you spell Jeff. Oh, yeah. You know, Jeff that, Peterson.
1: You know, that that it show felt f- the same. You know, that, that shtick really... G- I used to love it when it was just like when Jeff Peterson only had like four or five phrases that they just kept repeating. I thought that was the, the better part. But now it's like, you know, when, when they made Jeff Peterson have actual dialogue, it was like, you know, this isn't as fun, you know?
0: I don't know, man. So I might have to push back on that because I've been so I've been watching a lot of old Craig Ferguson, like interviews and bits and videos lately. And I will say, like, I thought he and God, the the comedian who played Jeff Peterson's name escaping me He's like a three name guy. Uh, whatever the 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 comic who who portrays Jeff Peterson, I thought him and Craig were really good at riffing. So like when they just got into it, I thought that they were better than like all the other late night pairs.
1: See, uh, I, I, I see, it's because I I think that my favorite bit, like my favorite little bit of that was, you know, Ferguson had said something during one of his monologues that Jeff Peterson, yeah, you know, they played the soundbite, is that code? And then Ferguson just stops and goes,
0: Yes, it's code, you fucking idiot. <laughs> that show uh, what i really loved about i mean you know obviously i identify this but like they didn't care who was watching they didn't you know go too hard on the numbers they weren't you know uh chasing ratings they knew where they were at what the position they were in and just had the most fun they possibly could on television and it ended up just being this like weird awesome form of late night and i I don't know i I think the craig ferguson show was like the best late night show of that era
1: well just to bring this full circle to how we started this conversation um you do really that the guy who took over for him was in several Doctor Who episodes too.
0: Um, who was that? Corden. Yeah, Corden. Which oh, I God, every, everybody thought he was
1: annoying, and I didn't think he would. I didn't think he his is annoying. Well, I mean, yeah, so. he he is. It turns out annoying. I didn't think when I, when I first was introduced. Uh, so turns to him out. by Doctor Who, I thought you know he's okay. I mean, I'm not gonna you know follow yeah, him talk about
0: abject psychos on television oh boy oh, yeah, boy that see, yeah
1: seeing that 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 video of him with uh, the you know doing the the the, the
0: the 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 groin thrusts in a mouse costume jesus
1: fucking christ and you know
0: what here's the thing though you can tell these dead eyes man just nothing behind those eyes oh my god <laughs> i just, you know i confess dead. i have not
1: really looked that hard but uh
0: okay you can see it and I don't like it. It's uncomfortable to look at. No, so you should just like look at anything else mm-hmm. than his face. If you see his face, look at something else. Weren That's we my ta- advice.
1: Weren't we talking about James Cord? Weren't we talking about AEW Dynamite? At one point. What's that? I don't know. What
0: what is what, what, what is, is it?
1: What is an AEW? Listeners, if you know what AEW Dynamite is, hit us up at BGTD
0: podcast on Twitter. Boom goes dynamite, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boom goes the what? Uh-huh. Oh, we just we really like that meme. Yeah, our second it's a match of the podcast just about that guy's video. <laughs> we uh- just like break it. It's like Star Wars minute, <laughs> but it's the boom goes <laughs> the dynamite highlight video. <laughs> oh god!
1: Our second match of the evening. <laughs> We're pivoting,
0: folks. Our
1: second match of the evening: CM Punk versus Tiger Style Lee Moriarty um, in an MFD. Ask very cool. Yeah. Stuff. Hell yeah! And also, Great. uh speaking of, uh, of 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 costumes, what the that outfit that MJF who came to join on commentary that it, Han- it was yeah, like ha-
0: one of those uh, Amazon like holiday suits that you get, but a uh, Hanukkah edition.
1: Yes, ha- happy Hanukkah. MJF and and anyone else, and anyone else who celebrates that happens to listen.
0: To MJF, to yeah, all all of our friends celebrating such. Yeah, was it was it like the first or second day of Hanukkah Wednesday? I believe. It. Right around there it was
1: second day. I think.
0: All right. Well, enjoy all eight of your crazy nights.
1: That's right. Um. So of course, you know, MJF spent the entire segment burying CM Punk.
0: Um. Yeah, I started out with uh, he's been binge drinking.
1: Yeah. Yeah, 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 Crystal Meth Punk. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, that one is good. Can, can we just praise Lee Moriarty to the high heavens?
0: Yeah, we love praising Lee Moriarty. He looked great. Uh, he also won a lot of people over live at this match. You know, people were there for CM Punk, but... It was very uh, a crowd that was very enthusiastic to cheer for Lee. People want to see Lee Moriarty succeed, uh, which I think is really interesting for him because I think there's a lot of room for him to grow as a heel. Right. That's so, like where I think that's where we you can really like legitimize Lee Moriarty and make him something. But the road there, I think, is really strong. This was a, a really good outing for him. And, uh, you know, uh, a a much better and more interesting way to build CM Punk versus MJF than just dropping 30-minute promos, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, you know, the, the, the post-match segment, you know, of course, you know, uh, of course, Wardlow is going to get involved at some point. Of course. Because yeah. you know, where MJF yeah. goes, so go go with uh, Wardlow. So, yeah, we're going to get CM Punk versus Wardlow coming up very soon. And, of course, again... From
0: Long Island. That is interesting, Wardlow having to take a loss. We'll see how CM Punk sort of outsmarts and outwits the strength of Wardlow. I think that'll be an interesting story.
1: So, okay, so next week, again, is on Long Island. So uh, two of the better, including a, 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 a one that I have an article coming about soon, uh, from Long Island, the, the, the better heels in the business. Um, the most right.
0: magical place on earth, according to Maxwell Jacob Freeman.
1: Yes. Well. Long Island, New York. Well, you know, shout man.
0: out Long Island. We got friends, friend of the uh, the podcast, uh, Harry Max, Long Island guy. Oh, uh, we got a lot of Long Island friends out there.
1: You know, when, when I explained to my honey the whole shtick of, of MJF, is like, oh yeah, he's from Long Island. He goes, she goes, yeah. Now it all makes sense.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> all. That's what you. That's all you really need. Um, so uh, this is fun. Um, my co-host of Wrestling Brain Rampage, uh, Nick East, put it to us last night. Would you? Be, I want to ask you this: Would you be interested in a Long Island guys' stable of of AEW wrestlers, like led by MJF, and then you like get John Silver and uh, you get all the other like Long Island wrestlers that they have? You know, it and, could and it, team. it could actually work because
1: I I, I will cite a, as evidence how this could actually work. One of my favorite one of my favorite stables from nineteen ninety nine that gets they got no love at all
0: the jersey triad the jersey triad yeah that's a that's a deep cut oh oh god i loved the jersey i think the reason the jersey triad didn't grow is because the full-blooded italians were there at the same time right like it's like when like you know how deep impact came out the same year as armageddon or like rob roy came out the same year as braveheart so like they didn't really get a chance to shine
1: uh, were the FBI?
0: The FBI FBI was around in 1999, right? No, they were no Had... ECW was still a thing. So no, Guido was still totally an ECW
1: because because Tony Marinara ended up going to ECW as Tony Mama Luke. They were there were the Mama Lukes is what they were called. That's what it was.
0: Yeah, I guess with, with, with
1: with the former Skull Von Crush as as one of them.
0: Uh, uh i was trying to get some uh some dates together there
1: yeah
0: uh yeah i think maybe they didn't form until 2000 no they started they were they were around in
1: 1999
0: who the fbi but yeah. they
1: were but they were in ecw because the fbi had started
0: because i'm it, saying it doesn't have to be it's not, it's not necessarily the same promotion it's just in general right like uh
1: they were the mama Lukes in 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 wcw they were the Mamaloose. You
0: know what? You say Mameluke, guys say Mamaluke, you know potato, potato, Mamaluke, Mamaluke.
1: Yeah. Hey, anyway, before we get in the weeds about ninety
0: nine you
1: know, before we get too in the weeds in nineteen ninety nine WCW and therefore infringe on the gimmick of uh, good friends uh of the show, the Days of Thunder podcast, uh, we go backstage for Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. DMD Rebel and Jimmy Hader, apparently they, they, they've all, they, they had the go to Jesus meeting. They're all, they're all unified as one again, and they're all universally pissed off about Riho.
0: Yeah. And they were not united. Uh, there was a couple of digs from, you know, uh, Jamie and Britt about them not winning matches. And you can start seeing that. Descent still existing between them. We start saw we started seeing that crack last week, so we're on our way to it. We're oh yeah, on our we, way we, to the we are. Harris no, that, I mean, no. This was this I was all complete sarcasm. Something interesting happens, right?
1: Yeah. So you know, uh, so yeah, uh, yeah, Britt is pissed off about Riho. Big, big mad about Riho. Uh, we then get Adam Cole coming out. Uh, ostensibly we thought DMD. On- Wait. no <laughs> on commentary and then uh orange cassidy comes out to just kind of look at adam cole and put his hands in his pockets and then uh the young bucks come by and they attack uh orange cassidy and so this, this, this was this segment so fucking weird sucked
0: <laughs> jeff this was so weird to be at live because we had no one had no one knew what the purpose of anything was right because adam cole did his f- full entrance like he walked all the way to the ring he did all the booms and he did the adam cole baby and did all the all the all the stuff that he does right with his entrance right and then just walked straight back to the desk and we were like uh okay why did he come all the way out all right sure and then orange cassidy comes out we think for a match but then no match ever materializes and then there's like the the stuff he does with the young bucks and then there's still no match, and just now we're done. It, it was strange. Hey, it was very uh, weird.
1: Sorry to derail this slightly, but uh, we we just mentioned our, our good friends, Days of Thunder. Uh, they just posted a poll on their Twitter. Oh? Uh, who's the worst TV wrestler ever? And your choices are Horace Hogan, 1999, or Matt Hardy, 2021.
0: <laughs> Those are interesting choices. Um I would probably I could probably think of a few people worse than both of them, but uh, uh, you know. You know, I guess if it's between the two, uh I'm going to go with Horace Hogan cuz Matt Hardy has had at least one good match this year.
1: Yeah. Uh anyway, this segment was not great. I I did not like it. It, it, was, it was I mean, great. I like
0: anytime Orange Cassidy does the little kicks and I got to do it live and do the little Orange Cassidy thing live, like that was fun. But yeah, this whole thing, this thing has like a uh, as an entire prop like it yeah <laughs> yeah uh, okay i just don't i was still confused by it i was confused by it there and then i watched it again on tv and i'm still confused by it like it's such a weird way to get everyone together
1: yeah, yeah I, I agree
0: uh we then get a uh,
1: okay. we didn't get a promo uh from pretty deece tony Nice. shout out to al from virtual pros for that one uh as we're
0: calling it, the bro strategist that's right <laughs> the bro strategist tony Nice. Uh, so yeah,
1: isn't that your Twitter handle right now?
0: Yeah, I just thought we we we, we were talking about it on Rampage, and Nick said that he, he would do like bro strategies, and uh, we went into this whole thing about how like bro strategist is like a like a Twitter account that like reposts videos from the Chive from like two weeks before. <laughs> They would post like listicles of like top ten bourbons to drink on a Saturday with the boys or whatever. Oh God,
1: this this is starting to edge towards barstool bullshit. So uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe, that's, maybe, that,
0: yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like bro, yeah, bro strategist. That's yeah. exactly. It would be maybe, like an aggregator. Yeah, maybe just maybe, like.
1: Yeah, maybe we need to bail out of this uh, because I don't, I don't. want the challenge of... that Tony Neese would be a bro
0: strategist. Yeah, I think he absolutely would be. You yeah, bring but... the you bring the bros, I'll bring the strategies. Yeah, bro man. strategist.
1: Our third match of the evening, the aforementioned Wardlow versus uh, hang on. Let me check my notes here. AC, doesn't matter. AC, oh, shit. The match is over.
0: Yeah. Match oh. is already done. I missed this whole match because I was getting a beer and a slice of pizza.
1: Hey, there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, yeah. And after Sean Spears beat beats up uh,
0: Adams with a chair. Which, the ch- okay. The, the chair guy did some chair stuff. Turns I do like that. He's like actually horny for chairs. I, I think that is uh, a great like part of this because like when he like hits people with chairs, he looks like he's actually nutting.
1: Do you think he he's he's had carnal knowledge of a chair?
0: I think he like yeah. I think he's uh, straight up fucking in these chairs, Jeff. Whew. I'm just gonna say it. I think he's these chairs. I think he's taking these chairs to the bone zone.
1: Oh boy. Uh,
0: we I get... think get plowing these chairs, Jeff, and that's like something that you have to think about now.
1: Yeah, thanks, dude. I really appreciate that. Thanks, <laughs> thanks Paul. Thanks, love Paul. Love is love, Jeff. Love is love. I- is it, though? Is it really? Yeah. Yes. Uh, actually, you know what? I- I- I'm i looking ahead on my notes, and th- this Wardlow match uh, went by so fast, I completely forgot it happened because I have two match threes.
0: <laughs> my <notes>. Oh, nice. <laughs> Jeff, I'm, I'm imagining Ben Shapiro like watching uh, uh, Sean Spears get horny for chairs and be like, "Folks, <laughs> and that's what they want. <laughs> this is feminism. This is what they want. And and you'll be marrying your chairs at some point. You'll be marrying your chairs."
1: Uh, we then go backstage, and uh, it's implied that Phoenix has another injury, uh, and you. It turns out that that was bullshit because it turns out to be a visa issue.
0: Yeah, um, it looks like he had some sort of travel deal, and that's you know how shit is now, man. Traveling is hard,
1: and uh, uh, we're getting
0: home there so yeah shit so ter- happens
1: so it turns out that uh tonight in uh in in mexico uh we will actually get the lucha brothers against ftr
0: uh, yeah i mean i'm the, guessing that like phoenix is probably already in mexico and getting there and then back again would have been too difficult so
1: uh we shall see but uh anyway we'll talk about that at the end of the show tonight so
0: yeah, definitely. So they they switch it up, and what did I what I ended up seeing on Rampage was uh, FTR taking on Penta and Pack in a standard tag match, no two out of three falls format, which I think was still a fun consolation prize with, with so an iPad. I wasn't pa- pa- with an iPad. Yeah, very powerful. And yeah, I, I wasn't too disappointed in that. I still got a really fun match, and I enjoyed it uh, okay. being at the event. And I thought Rampage was quite good. Uh,
1: with, with, with the eye patch and you know the long hair and the in the beard, he kind of gave off uh, Big Dick
0: Doug, Dudley uh, vibes there a little bit. Pig, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So Mark Henry, I thought this was fun. Mark Henry asked him. Like, how are you gonna fight with one eye? That was his question to Pac on Friday night, which was very got a great laugh from us in the crowd at the time too. But obviously, Mark Henry has uh, not seen a lot of folks like Snake Pliskin, solid Snake, any of those same Snake uh, Pirates. Uh, you know, uh, Odin, Odin fighting with one eye. Nick quite Fury, a bit. God of Thunder. Nick Nick, Nick Fury, Fury, plenty of plenty of fights guy with one eye so uh it turns out the answer to that is a lot of guys gonna fight with one eye that's right bazooka and Joe, including Pac, who uh, bazooka joe <laughs> uh popeye he kept one eye closed a lot didn't he he did yeah he didn't yeah. have an eye patch he just kind of kept one closed uh, uh just because kind of yeah
1: and i think it did i think it had changed which eye it was depending on which uh angle you drew
0: him just alternating (laughs) eyes yeah yeah absolutely (laughs) oh boy uh i mean look he had two eyes open you know scroogey like if if popeye had all of his fighting skills and strength and depth perception wouldn't even be fair wouldn't
1: even need the spinach at that point yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's true (laughs) <laughs> our f- oh god, our fourth match of the evening. Uh, Darby Allen and Steve Stinger versus Billy and Colton Gunn. Uh, Taz now out on commentary.
0: The ass run. guys, it,
1: the 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 ass guys. Uh, the, ass. the uh, Darby, family ass. Darby and Steve Stinger wearing m- matching makeup. Very
0: nice. Yeah, and, uh, cheekbones. A lot of cheekbones. That was the theme of this. Uh. Uh, of this paint, cheekbones.
1: <laughs> uh, I don't have many notes on this. I will note that you know Colton Gunn trying to get heat by doing a scorpion deathlock spot, uh, but yeah, Darby ends up bleeding from the top of his head at one point. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, he got he got it opened up a little bit there. It was a fun one to watch live. Uh that Billy Gunn sting moment where they faced off really was hot. Like the crowd was super into it. And I hope we get more of them. I don't I hope this isn't totally done because just those guys facing off has a really good energy.
1: Yeah. Um but in the end it was Steve Stinger uh delivering the Scorpion Death Drop to Colton <clears> Gunn. <throat> uh that the, the the gun club no longer undefeated.
0: Their first defeat as son of a gun.
1: Damn.
0: They were gunned down. Damn. It gunned down in their prime.
1: Uh, uh, you hate to see it. Uh we then go back Happiness
0: is um a warm gun. Bang, they, bang uh, they were shoot shoot.
1: Yeah.
0: Have you ever heard the have you ever heard the Breeders version of that? I have not.
1: Oh, it's really good.
0: Everyone's talking about the Beatles documentary and uh I don't know. I wish they would have just done that with wings because they're better.
1: You know, I have watched, you know, I I, I get it with with that because, I mean, yeah, I've always been a Beatles fan. I have watched so many Beatles documentaries, though. Like, how much more can you find out at this point?
0: Yeah, I agree. Like, what are we doing? I mean,
1: I'm sure it it is a good series. I'm not going to say it's it's a bad series, but because I haven't watched it and I don't do things I haven't watched. But. (laughs) You know it's i like i said i have watched so many fucking beatles documentaries in my life okay unintentional beatles pun there but uh you know (laughs) but you know i i i have seen so many that i just don't know if if what more is there to learn at this point you know
0: yeah i mean i feel like you could watch these beatles documentaries eight days a week and not find out anything (laughs) new
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, okay. So here's something I would love to address about the Beatles. Well, can, can we? nobody ever seems to have addressed the fact that how how different their sound became when John dropped the harmonica, because it seemed like every every Beatles early Beatles song had a harmonica on. It.
0: It was more harp, yeah. But I mean, they they like you know went through a lot of different iterations very kind of quickly. I think that's where like a lot of their intrigue comes from and why they, I think, have that staying power, right? Because they have so many phases in like a relatively short period of time.
1: Right. Well, I mean, and, well, and plus it, they they were they were uncommon because they wrote a lot of their own material, which in those right. days it was like Buddy Holly and that's it.
0: Was yeah, it, and you're like playing the like, bandstand classics or whatever. Yeah or doing yeah. John Philip Sousa marches or some shit. <laughs> get out the tuba. All right, oh, Jeff, look, man, it, I'm getting kind of tired. It's been a hard day's night. I think we should probably get back to, uh, to the show.
1: You need to get back. <laughs> uh, see, just that good. Oh, goodness. Oh, darling. <sighs> anyway, uh, we go backstage. Uh, Chris Jericho, uh, claiming that, uh, speaking of ancient rockers, uh, Chris Jericho, uh, claims he was not helping Eddie Kingston. He just wanted to smack around, uh, two point on Daniel Garcia and then two point on Daniel Garcia, come around and, uh, try to beat him up again. Yeah.
0: They, they toss Chris Jericho a beating. Gets thrown into the, to the roadie case and into, uh, the garage door thing takes, gets a little beat down spot, adds a little more heat to this whole thing let's keep it moving that's fine i think uh again those guys are all meant to collide at some point point. and like i like what we're doing with jericho and kingston versus like the sort of like wwe brain thing of what people would expect to happen is like oh we're just gonna immediately mash them into a tag match and ask can they coexist right. uh but we're not doing that here like we already know they can't coexist and here they are not coexisting uh we'll just see what happens i think that's a better way to do it
1: uh, I, I will note that I am so far enjoying this a whole lot more than uh, Inner Circle versus American Top Team.
0: I will note this. So, uh, I don't I don't know. You seem to just really not like the American Top Team stuff. I was much warmer to it than you were. I uh, think that no, comes from my no, MMA fandom. No, 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 this no, was like no. an MMA fans feud, I think. I don't know. But it wasn't... Okay, so, uh, again,
1: to reiterate, it was not the American Top Team part I had the problem with. It was fucking Jericho.
0: I thought he it, brought it. Jericho down. was... Jericho's uh, uh, promo work was really bad during that. It was not. Uh, I don't think any of his stuff was particularly well written. And yeah, I think this uh, is a better lane for him. And yeah, uh, he I mean, he doesn't really had to talk as much, right? Like he just is kind of delivering lines until we get to the physical stuff. Like this is mostly based around fighting. Uh, I think that's what makes it better too. Yeah. Uh, we then
1: uh, Taz is still at the table, and uh, we get Leo Rush coming out to confront Team Taz, and uh, yeah. Taz dropping the retirement joke.
0: Oh, man. Oh, God.
1: oh my um, God.
0: You know, Max Caster beat him to it, but it's still funny. Um, this one, I talked earlier in the show about some promos being too wordy, and this was the one I was talking about. Uh, you could hear, like, for the first, like, two, th- Thirds of that promo just crickets for Leo Rush. Uh there just wasn't anything within like the content of the promo that could get the crowd going. And everyone was just kind of sitting there waiting to do something and didn't really know how to react to anything he was saying. So it left to the crowd just being really, really quiet. When yeah. he got into the part talking about how he's a fighter and everyone knows he's like, he started winning the crowd a little bit. And I just wish we would get more of that Leo Rush and not like what we got for the first portion of this. Yeah.
1: No, no, no. No, I feel you. Yeah, this this segment was not great i mean no but it had there was a good, the, it, had there was a good zinger. There. it had a good zinger but it wasn't great
0: so. yeah like but there were there was like the the groundwork is here for this to be a lot better but we have to clean it up it has to be more efficient yeah no i got
1: it uh we then get a backstage promo with Jake cargill and smart mark sterling uh which is interrupted by thunder rosa
0: so, yeah, oh I'm- God. Rose is so good, man. Like we you know when people talk about legitimacy with like pro wrestlers, I think what, what a lot of like your first like uh thought of what that means is like athleticism or like being good at real sports or like having like an insane physique or like one of those type of deals uh but also I, legitimacy to me means like if you were to just get into a real fight or like a real disagreement or something with somebody like how would you act Eddie Kingston embodies that incredibly Thunder Rosa uh, embodies this incredibly like when she's like get, you know gets on a roll she gets going it doesn't feel like just cutting a promo to me it feels like she's really pissed off and really wants to give this person a piece of their mind
1: oh yeah no, 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 no! Thunder Rose is fantastic. I really hope she does win the title because she she, she was her.
0: great when she ran down to the ramp later with and pulled the earrings off. It was just great. It was a really nice touch to it. Wait, wait, wait! What um, was that? Yeah, I'm, I, that was on Rampage. Oh, but, I see. Uh, I haven't
1: even seen Rampage. I'm so far behind. Rampage
0: was good. Rampage week. was very good. I, I thought I thought uh, worth watching if you haven't seen Rampage already. Yeah, well, but, I'm, I'm uh, planning
1: to at some point. So.
0: You know, this was great. I I love that she continues to cut promos in English and Spanish. Uh more of that as well.
1: Oh yeah. Well, I mean Penta cuts him completely in Spanish, so you know.
0: Yeah, I think the, the the bilingual promo is really great. I just think that's uh that's good stuff.
1: Uh on that note, speaking of the TBS title, our fourth match of the evening, uh Chris Statlander versus Ruby Soho in the final TBS title quarterfinal. Uh you Message me about this, and we're we're gonna talk about this. At least on TV, the crowd for this match fucking sucked.
0: No, see, that's I think the thing is uh, very similar to what I was saying with the Leo Rush thing. The early parts of the match didn't really give a lot to cheer for either way, and in a babyface versus babyface type scenario, this this to be tough because you don't have a clear heel, you don't have someone to boo during rest holds. And this is where the the babyface versus babyface dynamic can be really tough. And this match had a lot of rest holds early on, right? It was a lot of like uh, a lot of chain stuff in the top, a lot of like arm and headlocks and stuff like that. And when you have two babyfaces there, the crowd doesn't really know where to go. So they need to be given something to react to. And as the match went on, you could hear and you can hear them getting more invested in it. And by the end of it, the crowd was really bought in. But yeah, just the way it was booked and paced, and then both being babyfaces, I th- think led to what you were hearing on tv yeah because the crowd wasn't disinterested like being there they weren't disinterested and they weren't uh like being quiet for lack of interest they were they they just needed something to get them going once they got it it was fine yeah
1: i mean you said that it it seemed to go over better live than it did over tv but yeah it just I, i all i can do is you know go by what i'm hearing on tv so you know
0: Right, but do you? I mean, do you understand what I'm talking about? Like with, no, no, what I that do,
1: I, I, I okay. do, I do. But I mean, I thought and
0: that's that the match, where you kind of. I, I think it gets you in trouble.
1: Right, and I think wrestling-wise, the match was was great. I thought it was it was it was Absolutely. a really good match. Uh, Ruby does Ruby get the just, win. She
0: wrestles so emotionally, like she really just wears her heart on her sleeve as a pro wrestler, and and is out there in her work and against someone like Statlander. I thought that really shone through. Kind of the best of both, both of them, right?
1: Yeah, no, no it did. Um... Ruby does get the win, so she advances to face Nyla Rose, who uh, Nyla Rose attacked Ruby
0: post-match. Very excited for this match. I think uh going to be really good. I expect Ruby to win uh, early prediction. What do you think? Yeah, probably. I think Ruby and Jade is what you're going to have Um See, I'm thinking that inaugural. I, I'm event. thinking it's
1: going to be Ruby and Thunder Rosa.
0: I don't see Rosa beating Jade. Mm. Mm-hmm. Don't see it, bud. Don't see it.
1: Well, well, I guess we're gonna find out. And it'll be Yeah, gonna the, find out really test, excited for that match. It it'll be the biggest test of Jade's bona fides at this point.
0: A hundred percent. I'm really we've talked about, you know, certain matches being kind of progress checks for her. Really excited to see what this one looks like. Yeah, no,
1: I I agree. Uh we then get our main event, uh Cody Rhodes versus Andrade El Idolo in an Atlanta street fight. Uh, Atlanta
0: street fight in a suburb, a half hour outside Atlanta. Yeah. Let's go! <laughs> the,
1: the way the way the way Dusty himself would have booked it. Uh, That's right. T Pain in the crowd to hype Absolutely. up the coming season of the 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 Go Big Show. I guess Snoop Dogg dropped out or something. Uh, yeah,
0: you know, he Snoop did his season. Now it's T Pain's turn. Uh, they got people, you know, coming. It's one of those rotating cast type deals uh i think jennifer nettles is still there i don't know
1: yeah jennifer nettles is still there and that the the
0: comedian shout out jennifer nettles who is in a minor but one of the most important roles in the righteous gemstones and without her i don't think that show works anywhere near as well but she's so oh dude it's fantastic you have to yeah Definitely watch, especially now. Like with uh there, I don't know if you saw Joel Osteen's most recent uh news. Oh there. yes, I did. Oh yes, yeah. I did. Oh man, which Fuck is like that's, that, that's something out of a satire. Like that's something out of like a fucking joke. How to like <laughs> incredible stuff. So for those that don't know, uh, there was a plumber doing some work at Joel Osteen's ministry and found a bunch of money hidden in the walls uh really great stuff but yeah no, see the righteous gemstones she plays the matriarch of the family and is just fantastic in her role and it makes the makes the show work so much better
1: and by the way fuck that motherfucker
0: yeah Osteen is a piece of shit anywho uh this match starts right away we don't even get the full cody entrance uh so First of all, I got to say live, obviously this being North Georgia, I think there were probably a few more Cody fans than the average AEW event. Uh, so the crowd was probably a little more split than they've been in some of the other venues lately. But that led to it. I mean, this was by far the loudest the crowd was the whole night of no. any match, anything that happened. The the biggest reactions were this match. Period. Now,
1: now speaking of the crowd, there was a bit. Uh, you know, when you're looking at hard camera, it looked like the, uh, a significant portion of the crowd were were turned away from the match for a, a minute or so. What the hell were they looking at?
0: I don't think anything, maybe just someone yelling or someone being stupid. I didn't notice it. Yeah, um, I, mean, I was, I mean, I was I saw like a lot of people going.
1: were looking, you know, mm. uh, yeah. I honestly
0: was not paying attention because I thought this was a really good match. I mean, maybe, you know, uh, maybe Jose was doing something or Arn was somewhere. No, no, you no. Know, Arn I mean, fell off. I don't well, know.
1: Well, yeah, I remember that. But no, no, this was like they were looking behind them. Like, you know, if, if you're looking on the on the TV angle. You know, you see the I, ring, and then you I see the crowd behind it them. They were looking behind themselves, like something was going on in, in the seats behind them, and I couldn't mm. see anything.
0: Yeah, I didn't notice it live, and I didn't notice it on TV okay, either. Fair. <laughs> okay, fair.
1: Okay, fair. Uh, one uh, thing uh, I did—I don't know if you noticed
0: live—did it look like Cody's back was peeling? So, yeah, and it was really funny because we were trying to figure out what that was and, like, what was going on. And we all just figured, oh, Cody must have got real sunburnt or whatever. That's what I thought. Uh, Obviously, we found out what that was by the end of the match. (laughs) Yes, uh, we did. Which we'll we'll, we'll get
1: to. I have a note here uh, because, of course, this is a street fight and there is a roads in in a street fight. So you know that there's going to be some some blood happening. I I, I have a uh, comment here. Uh and I wrote this like "Blade Job," you know, sung like Speed Star, you know, Masato Yoshino's oh, theme okay. from uh, from from
0: Dragon Gate, you know,
1: <laughs> Speed Star.
0: <laughs> so I put
1: "Blade Job." <laughs>
0: Oh yeah! What's funny from where we were sitting on the angle we were at, we could see Cody grab for his uh, the blade in his wrist tape and like roll under the uh, the apron. You could watch him just very blatantly go for it. Which to me, perfect. I think in this type of match, I want to see Cody go for the blade. Honestly, <laughs> I don't need you to kayfabe it, man. I know what we're doing here. It's fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he can literally get in the center of the ring and just blade himself right in the middle, and we would all be like, "All right, cool, let's go for it." Just, just we know the what blade, this is. Just go. <laughs> It's M.D. Cody, baby. <laughs> but, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll say it, man. We're going to get to it. Cody Rhodes is a fucking deathmatch legend. Cody oh Rhodes, ECW
1: hardcore. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Brandi Rhodes a- ends up making an appearance. Squirting a table. Back. Squirting a table with lighter fluid and setting it aflame like this was a Balls Mahoney ECW 1999 match.
0: Yeah, sh- R.I.P. Balls Mahoney legend yeah, yeah proper legend um yeah it was great to see brandy back in this type of role uh she used way too much lighter fluid bless her heart because it looked so fucking cool alive oh i mean the god. crowd you could hear it, the crowd went bananas i was going bonkers for, for that oh man it was god. so awesome <laughs> What? oh a treat my god a yeah. that and, i really yeah. got treated there yeah, and,
1: and cody took the i mean he was the one doing the super blackfoot he took the brunt of that Flaming, uh, of that flaming, uh... Inverted
0: superplex at that. Yeah, so we found out what was on Cody's back. It was some sort of flame-retardant material he had slathered all over him or whatever, caked on him uh for this very spot. Uh He was in the middle of the pin with fire still coming off of his arm. Uh, yes, it, what a saw vid- that. And that was unbelievable. Yeah, I, I, Andrade I... had a great match. You know, it was brutal all the way throughout. They made really good use of the space, really good use of weapons. Uh, It was a super exciting match to be at live. Look, man, people, uh, a lot of Cody hate goes on. And I know there's a lot of people that Cody isn't your cup of tea or, you know, you feel that Cody is not like a wrestler you'd want to consider among your favorites. But the bottom line is Cody delivers in these big spots every single time. Okay, well, I guess I can't say that. He's had a couple of disappointments No, 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 you can't. (laughs) I guess I can't. Okay, I'll, I'll be, I'll try to be a little more even handed here. Cody tends to deliver in these spots and when he's dialed in can be one of the most entertaining wrestlers in the whole business uh this match i don't really what what wasn't there to like rick i feel like if you like wrestling you're gonna have fun watching
1: this no this was a very good match i did send a note around and i i did put it on twitter i said uh you know uh, cody versus Onita. book at tk i'm in
0: I'm in. A exploding Cody Wire Deathmatch. Let's oh, do it. Oh my
1: goodness gracious. Cody Rose does get the win to, to see out. Like uh, It would be
0: like an exploding white picket fence. <laughs> Is that <laughs> exploding picket fence? Oh no. Oh boy. I'm really into that. Really into that. Uh, Cody
1: Rose does get the win to see out this edition of AEW Dynamite, which uh, Paul was live at. As you heard.
0: Yeah, and I had, a, I had a really nice time. My girlfriend got her first overpriced event t-shirt, uh, so we hit well, a what, milestone what there. What did she I, get? It's one of the ones that they sell at the live shows. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool what little is, guy. Oh,
1: is it just like a it's specific?
0: Like AEW live shirt. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, a Yeah, specific... it's like one of the ones they oh, sell okay. at live events. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I got an AEW trucker hat, and I think it's quite nice. I wore it on the, uh, on the Twitch show last night.
1: So, hey, there's Wrestling Tonight.
0: There is um Including so before we get at Triple if Mania you're watch- Regia
1: which has yeah, AEW which has AEW uh relevance.
0: Well, anyways. Uh yeah, there is that we got a GCW tonight if you're uh you know tuning in prior to any of those there's a few hours between now and then. So, uh yeah, I I'm going to be checking out Triple Mania Regia at least a few matches from there at the top of the card. Uh, it is headlined by yeah, the aforementioned AEW talents in Jay Lethal and Bobby Fish uh, taking on EODB Kingo and Bandido and Samurai Del Sol. It is a five-way match for the Mega Campeonato. Uh, you... You have Psycho Circus and La Impresa. You have a really interesting uh, six-man tag between uh, L.A. Park, Taurus, and Rey Scorpion taking on Cain Velasquez, Pagano, and Psycho Clown. Yeah. That one, I think, is the one you got to circle because Cain Velasquez, prior to his injuries, when he first showed up at Triple Mania, I thought had a really impressive performance in his first match uh, as a luchador. And I think, you know, Lucha Cain, we get back to that. I think he's really going to show out here. Um
1: so we also have uh as we mentioned before for the uh Triple A uh Campeon Campeonado de Parejas uh F D R with Vicky Guerrero apparently defending against uh the Lucha Bros, Pentagon and, and Phoenix. We can say Pentagon because he's working triple so he can he can use yeah, Pentagon. Yeah, he gets to be
0: Pentagon Jr. again.
1: Uh we so also that, yeah, that's uh, pretty interesting. We also have La Faccion Ingobernable, Dragon Lee and Dralistico, the former Mystico 2, and at one time, former Dragon Lee, versus Laredo Kid and a partner to be determined. I wonder who that's going to be.
0: Yeah, we don't know who that's going to be, right?
1: No, I I, I don't have any idea. I didn't see any indication.
0: I just figured... We also, you said it. I was thinking maybe you already know. We also have
1: a three-way trios match uh, for the, uh, the AAA World Trios Championship. Uh, Poder, del no- Poder del Norte, Tito Santana, Carta Brava Jr., and Moco Cota Jr. versus Los Vipers, who is uh, Abismo Negro Jr., Ares, and Sicosis. I think that's the Nicho Millonaro. Uh, against the NGD, you know the former CMLL guys, uh, Quatrello, Sansón, and Forastero. You know the, the, yeah. The, yeah so.
0: This is a this is a fun show overall. I you think know, so. It, if you're uh, if if you have some extra fight bucks or whatever, you know, go out check that out. I, if you, I, uh, I actually was. Not I would never planning. say find it. You know, other means. But you know, we got some pretty uh, pretty tech tech savvy listeners out there that I'm sure know how to watch events when they want to see them.
1: I was actually not planning to watch this, but the more I'm looking at this, you know, I, I'm thinking, you know, this might be fun. Um there yeah, are Yeah, I think it's going to be. There are two dark matches on this. One of which is another Marvel match. When you have Oh, sweet. Love Le- those. Leenda Americana e Gran Mazo, who is the the four wrestler.
0: I guess Those are so fun the Marvel matches, uh, man. I'm excited for that. Uh, against Ajax. Ve-
1: against uh Venenoida e Engan- I can't Enganyozo. Uh that's Loki. Okay. Venom and Loki. Sure
0: so that oh it, uh, oh man i can't wait to see who shows up instead of loki
1: no it is no, no, no not that loki <laughs> the, the other
0: loki okay,
1: okay <laughs> the other the, loki the,
0: the like loki like like loki like the god of mischief loki yeah correct yeah that low not key. like low hyphen key uh, you know god when no. you say it's Jesus. wrestling so i had to understand of course like, yeah, i had to make sure what yeah. if they got loki to be loki That'd be like <laughs> Lo- I, Lo- they should have
1: Loki be Loki. That, that's Lokiception right there. I mean, he
0: is, you know, sort of sort of mischievous and unpredictable. I think he could do it.
1: You know, he, he and he could go away with wearing a suit too, because if he's candidate Loki, exactly. See, yeah, this absolutely. all this
0: all makes sense there to me. There you go.
1: Uh, there's also a a uh, a uh, trios match between women. You said it was Sexy Star, but no, it's the other Sexy Star. It's it's the other Sexy
0: Star. Yeah, okay. it's the other
1: one. It's not it's not uh, Dolce. Dolce, sexy dulce or whatever she called herself all right so uh
0: you know I, everyone's got the same name in uh in, in lucha so hey uh, there's like four names in lucha everyone's got to share so i
1: know that gcw ran last night but i didn't i didn't see that do you know who's what any hip matches tonight
0: the one i have circled on uh on my card here is thunder rosa and alley catch i think that one will be a lot of fun Oh, shit, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah that one's in be- Texas, so, yeah, that that ought to be a good time. That's going to be a good uh, one. Ninja Mac eh, eh, is taking on the Briscoes and Ninja Mac's partner.
1: Ninja Fuck Mac.
0: <laughs> Ninja Fuck. I love Ninja Mac, man. He's oh, he's, uh, he's become someone I've really had my eye on over the course of this year. Kind of been the GC, one of GCW's big breakout guys, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I cannot find... Ninja Max Tag Partner. Do you know
1: do you know if Atticus Kogar
0: is doing anything oh, tonight? Dante Leone It is Dante Leone. Uh let's see, you have Deppin versus Tony Deppin taking on Flamita. That'll, oh,
1: that'll be good. That'll be
0: good. Uh, Jimmy Lloyd and John uh, uh, Jimmy Lloyd, John Wayne Murdoch. I like that. Oh shit. Uh, Joey Janela versus ASF. Uh Blake Christian's on the card. Charlie Evans is on the card. So uh yeah, oh, GCW. Charlie
1: fucking Evans. Fly. Charlie, fucking yeah. Charlie's
0: Haze. still on the on her U.S. tour. Sounds like she wants to stay longer too. So oh, maybe maybe does, we'll get more Charlie. Haze.
1: She it's was fantastic. She was fucking fantastic in the NGI.
0: Yeah, she's really good. I, I, so, I, I, uh, I may
1: have a review of that match coming soon. Stay tuned. A
0: uh, a night of violence uh, that I would recommend uh, watching and checking out. Uh, the NGI, but now nah, I think I want to go uh, enjoy my afternoon, Jeff. So let's get on out of here.
1: All right. Paul, go ahead and plug yourself.
0: Follow me on Twitter at Cool Step Uncle and on Twitch, twitch.tv slash thickflare. And of course, twitch.tv slash wrestling brain every Friday night immediately after AEW Rampage goes off the air. You can find me and Nick East. It's a really fun. Sh- show uh, uh it's great to hang out and chat and talk with us live about it if you've been watching AEW rampage on friday pop over there on twitch talk to us about it r- right after uh we have a really good time uh, and of course if you want to talk to us on twitter you follow this podcast on twitter at bgtd podcast that's bgtd like boom goes out like, bgtd podcast
1: you can find me at Strong Style Story without the e Ian style on Twitter, my personal Twitter, at GD Wessel2S is1L. Uh, I am going to plug something. Uh, if you have Dragon Gate Network uh, on the internets, uh, their streaming service, uh, before this coming Wednesday, go ahead and watch the main event from the show on last Wednesday, uh, December the 1st uh let's see what was it called it was called fantastic gate 2021 the main event uh mask versus mask uh tag match uh between dragon dia and shun skywalker versus um diamante and dia inferno fucking great F- absolutely fucking great so yeah highly recommend that match so uh check that out paul any last words yeah listen to wings
0: <laughs> we'll see you on wednesday <laughs>